All right, welcome back to Sunday Chirps, episode 20. Got an epic episode going, got my old buddy, Jacob Silva. I feel like we haven't spoken in, had to be like years since we've last spoken, right? It's, yeah, it's got to be like four to six years here now, probably, right? It's crazy. It, I mean, that's a good thing yeah, about this podcast. I keep reaching out to people I haven't spoken in forever and just catching up, which is awesome. Yeah, especially like we've been, we've probably been texting the past like month or so now, just, you know, shooting the shit, cashing up, like, you know, just reacquainting ourselves. And it's, it's been good. Like, I love how this kind of stuff just gets you, gets you back to those friendships that you've had for years. 100%. Yeah. I reached out yeah. to this girl. I want to say episode four, maybe mm-hmm. uh, this girl, Katie, I, or Lexi also hadn't said a word to them and it had to be 10, 12 years. And I just out of the blue is like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Happened yeah. Born for this. Yeah, no, that, that I lo- love to hear that kind of stuff. Just ma- making those connections again and reaching out to past friends for sure. Hell yeah, and yeah, yeah. like uh, diving in. I mean, someone had a fucking epic weekend. So you want to dive and yeah. tell us what you've been up to this weekend? Yeah, so uh, you know, gearing up to head back to school here in a couple of days um, at Miami, Ohio, and just kind of living up the past few days, just really taking advantage of you know, not being in school, um, just t- making the most of it. So this past, uh, this past weekend had some cool opportunities with, um, Amazon web services, um, huge, uh, client at my dad's company. They, uh, invited us to go to the BMW championship. So, uh, I mean, first things first, uh, you know, got some pretty cool gear there. This, uh, you know, swag golf putter cover, uh, limited edition for, uh, BMW championship there um got to meet some cool players like not like too up close but uh you know spent the whole day there saw a bunch of you know my favorite players you know rory scheffler um you know you see um you know shifley all the all those guys uh fitzpatrick was you know nice enough to sign a flag at the end there um what a after beauty. his yeah after his uh little range session so like that's kind of what i've been up to you know hit the cubs game today um had a good win there, but I mean, it's just been an unreal experience the past few days, just being able to get out there, you know, have some new experiences, meet some cool people, um, you know, network a little bit to, you know, get in the groove for, you know, some internships for next summer. So no, no complaints right now in Chicago right now and uh, just having a blast. Yeah. So are you in Chicago for the weekend or that's where you interned or what's the deal? It's- so, um, about like 10 months ago, uh, my dad got a job out here, so he's got to be here pretty much full time. Um, so we kind of lucked out, oh, where, um, yeah, so we, we did luck out and we worked out a deal where, you know, they kind of get us an apartment for the first year, see how everything goes. Um, and then, you know, see how it goes with, you know, maybe moving out here. But um, I'll be looking for like internships and jobs out here for next summer. So this might be home base uh, sooner or later for me. Hell yeah. yeah. Actually, the buddy uh, just this past there. summer. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's a, it's a great city. I mean, a bunch of guys in my fraternity just moved out here after they graduated. Um, working at, you know, a ton of cool companies like right in the West Loop of Chicago, um, which is pretty similar to like kind of Soho and uh, Tribeca area. Um, okay. So it, yeah, it's, it just give you like frame of reference with, you know, kind of like the, the vibe and atmosphere. Um, it's, it's a younger crowd for sure, which is nice. Yeah. 
how high up are you right now? Because you look pretty high up. So we're so I don't know if you can see it, but it's kind of like yeah, like right. Uh, here we go. This is uh the Sears Tower. Oh shit! Uh, right here, where my finger is. Okay. Yeah. So we're yeah we're on the seventeenth floor here. Um, and it's like just beautiful views. Um, so we we definitely lucked out with you know the placement um of where we are. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a it's a definitely a really really good spot out here for sure. That's yeah, sick. Um, yeah, no, I, you know I like I'm always just like looking out the windows, just like kind of flabbergasted about just like what I'm seeing and all that. So that's sick. And uh, what is your, what was your internship yeah. for? So it was kind of low key this summer. Just did like some customer service for a family friend. Um, they have an HVAC company, which uh, just kind of does all the uh you know just service calls to make like fill out the repairs um like uh do purchase orders and uh just make sure like all the stores that they service are running smoothly so i was just doing a lot of busy work really for account managers um but it was a pretty cool experience where i was able to kind of appreciate um just like doing something that you know you know you're going to make money off of um, and really just taking pride in, um, just like everything day to day and really being able to, um, like just try and do your best work every, like every single hour of the day. Um, so it was like, it was interesting because I never really had like, you know, that, you know, nine to five job before, but after doing this, like I was able to really see what it was like and understand kind of you know, the, the mindset that you have to be in, um, you know, going through those hours of the day and really just like working and, you know, uh, you're, you know, you're making money for yourself, but you're also helping out a company, um, in the meantime as well. So it's pretty, pretty cool experience for sure. Um, not really what I want to do for my future, but you know, definitely a good building block in the right direction. So for sure. Yeah. And you golfing nowadays? Yeah, so I've been I've been golfing a decent amount lately. Um, definitely trying to get out there more than I have been. Um, but you know we have a good good uh, father son weekend uh, for the fraternity coming up uh, in a couple weeks here, and we're gonna you know have all the dads out on the course, um, little golf outing, and then you know just trying to trying to get out there probably like once or twice a week ideally. Um, Oh, wow. That's good. So we got a couple of courses. Yeah. It, like that's, that's honestly the goal with like with my class schedule. I think I could work it out to be able to get out there, you know, enough. Um, we got a couple of courses pretty close and they're not expensive. So it's, uh, you know, little, uh, double win, win there, save some money, get on the course as oh, well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, just trying to get dialed on the course for sure. Awesome. And what yeah, are you I mean, shooting? I, I've seen, you know, ah, you know, uh, never, uh, not PGA numbers for sure, but, uh, I broke a broke 90 yesterday or a couple, couple days ago for, uh, shot an 88, which is pretty nice. Um, just, you know, Fuck trying yeah. to have a good time just as long as I'm, as long as I'm playing around bogey golf, like I'm not really complaining too much, you know, uh, definitely not trying to for shoot sure. 110 though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. Like I started shooting. Oh, go ahead. 
I was oh, just going to say, it's a great start- sport. Just always happy out there. Oh, yeah, got to be. I'm at yeah. the spot right now where, I, like, I'm starting to get more birdies, and it's like mm-hmm. I'll have a good stretch of holes, and I'm like, oh, like, I can make the PGA Tour. Yeah, And yeah. then I just get smacked with bogeys. Oh, it, it's just, so. like, how it works, you know? Can't hit two shots in a row that are good, and then, you know, after those three, four holes of <laughs> good shots, it's, like, just downhill for a little bit. Yeah. You just don't do uh, yourself. You lose it. it Exactly. You're like, you know, you're running high. You're like, oh, I got this in the bag. Next thing you know, you're chunking a, you know, 30 yard out shot just, you know, into the sand. Yeah. I played today and it was literally like you're nailing it there. Like I was, I think I was one or two under through five. And I'm like, oh, like I got this, like fucking I'm the man. And then I went bogey, bogey, yeah. bogey to go one over on, I think, I think I shot one or two over yeah. the front. I was pissed, pissed. Jeez. Yeah. It'll happen for sure. I mean, but I mean, it looks like you've been playing pretty well lately based off, you know, stuff you guys have been putting out on socials here. Um, yeah, well, we're not going to send it's out been the worst to... things ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely been fun to watch. Just kind of, you know, after last time I played with you is like five, six years ago now at, at camp. So it's been fun to kind of see like just like the growth of your game and just like where you guys have been going with it. So. Yeah, that was the first time I ever played was at camp. Really, really, because uh, like you're you're playing pretty well back then too, so it's kind of surprising that it was your uh, early. I think you're pumping my tires a bit. Yeah, that freshman year of high school. So uh, my might be. <laughs> my Oki year, the last year. That's my first time right, I ever played yeah. around a golf. Okay. And yeah, and no, I also you're... hold out there. I hold out my first ever round. Yeah, at that, uh, that Naples course, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that was a fun little dog track there. <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah. And so, we going back, like, oh, what were you saying? I was going to say, speaking of camp, dude, like, that, like, what a wild ride that was, right? Seriously. Could reminisce about that for a while. Roller hockey. Yeah. Ripping that shit up. I actually was reaching out to um I was like looking at your website. I thought you did spring hockey tournament on your website. But um I don't yeah. live by a rink anymore. I just moved away from a rink. I'm so tight. Okay, yeah. So like with that, it was kind of uh I was that was more of like a a middleman type of deal where I was helping out a former coach of mine, um, just kind of build up like a spring program. So I don't really know if that's mm-hmm. going to take like too much of a um, serious course there, but we kind of just wanted to try it out for, you know, seven, eight months here, just yeah. see, like, see what happened. Um, they did have a bunch of like tournaments going on um, up and down the East coast that they were uh, a part of, but um, I wasn't really too involved with that. I was more just kind of like the, not front man, but just like a, you know, a, a boundary between like their organization that they work for type of deal. So um, mm-hmm. it was, it was interesting. You know, it, I think it's something that I'd want to really consider more down the road um, and see like where mm-hmm. I can maybe like get back into that, you know, hockey, um, like that hockey, youth hockey? Of, you know, either, yeah, either like, you know, coaching or um, even just like creating something of my own. Um, 
or helping out, just, you know, build up other programs. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be awesome. And kind of, I was going to say, going back a little bit to like where you, you grew up, what? You're like not upstate New York, you're like Brewster area? Yeah. So I grew up playing at Brewster and Chelsea Piers. So we're like an hour outside of the city. Um, so it's not quite upstate New York, but I mean, people in the city, they're always like, oh, you're in upstate New York. Um, but I mean, it's, it's not quite there yet. We're not quite to all the farmland up there. Um, but yeah, so like I grew up playing there. Um, and then like throughout high school, I was playing for junior Rangers in, uh, Chelsea Piers. They were in junior Rangers in Chelsea Piers when you grew up. I mean, when you grew up, yeah, when we grew so, up. Yeah. So basically we put, so it was Chelsea and then Stanford Twin Rinks that we would play out of. Um, That's what but I like thought. Our, our home rink was really Chelsea. Uh, like we had our whole, you know, offices, like our, you know, apparel shop, all, like all everything was there. Um, but I mean, you could kind of say like Stanford Twin Rinks was also a home rink in a way. Um, but I mean, just amazing facilities, just like really, really lucked out with that one for sure. With Stanford, Chelsea was not very nice. So, right? I don't remember back being in nice. Like, when, when we were younger, like it was, it was pretty rough. But uh, it was like a couple of years before I ended up playing for them. We, um, they got completely redone. Um, so I kind of started to describe people as like a country club with uh, hockey rinks instead of golf courses. Uh, because like they just like completely redid everything like the gym was state-of-the-art they had full new gymnastics swimming pools um like they made the restaurant brand new like they had lounges and stuff to watch games yeah it was it was honestly a pretty like state-of-the-art facility they they had going there um probably like starting in like 2016 i want to say is when it really got uh like better developed there. Gotcha. Wow. And kind of going back to, um, so wait, you're, you're actually from what Bedford, is that where you're from? So, uh, South Salem. Yeah. South Salem. What, and yeah, so Zegers like, two isn't far over. from you. Yeah. So, uh, Zegers grew up, I want to say about 10 minutes down the road. And, uh, so their family's actually members at Walkabout Country Club, which is the town like in between us. Um, so I, I, I've seen him out on the course a few times. Uh, one of my buddies is a member at Walkabuck and, uh, I met Zegers' dad actually, I want to say last <laughs> Thursday, uh, guy's a character, really good guy though. Um, he was playing with a couple of his buddies. Um, just, it, just knowing like seeing Zegers and like his interviews and how he like reacts, you know, on sandbagger and all that, like just really it makes sense that they're father and son, just really funny guy. Um, and honestly, just like really cool experience too. just like to meet someone like that and just, you know, see like, uh, you know, uh, we grew up in the same area. Like that's what their son's doing now. Like just a pretty eye opening experience to like, know that, you know, all this stuff happens around you. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say, um, I was trying to think of Brewster Arena and I couldn't think of the name of the, like the town, but I remember always going to Salinger's Orchard, like down the road. Mm -hmm. And they had like the best, like, 
fresh apple donuts or apple pies. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, their apple cider donuts are unmatched. Like whenever you go there, you gotta get like two dozen of them at least. Yeah. Every Brewster game, it'd be like, fuck, it's a fucking hour and a half drive for me. <laughs> fuck, those donuts yeah. better be there. Those donuts make it worth it for sure, especially, you know, coming from the city or the island. Like, it's really worth it for sure. Hell yeah. So, wait, you played you played Brewster when you were young. Was that Brewster? Yeah. What team was, what was, was Brewster team? So, I was playing Bulldogs when I was still at Brewster. Um, and okay. then, I mean, they have, you know, Apple Core and Express as well. Um, mm-hmm. But that's kind of where, like, hockey started for me. Um, well, actually, hockey kind of started at Ridgefield with, like, the ice mites. Um, it was just kind of like skating. And there's this lady, uh, her name is Kathy. She pretty much taught, like, everyone in our area to skate. And um, it's like, you know, you're... 18 going into college you'd see her at the rank and like she remembered every single person that she taught like it was just like kind of like that tight-knit community where even if you didn't play for her for you know 16 years she'd be like oh my god like jacob like so good to see you like how old are you now like you must be like graduating high school like you must be going to college and like it was just like that just like warm-hearted just like welcoming atmosphere um that, you know, the Ridgefield rank, Brewster and Bedford kind of all had together in our area. That's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. And then you went from Brewster to, so was that the mid Fairfield junior Rangers that became what? No. So mid Fairfield stayed their own thing. Um, and to my knowledge, they were always like kind of in that, like independently where they would just kind of like jump around, like, play all their tournaments like you know they would go play mission little caesars um some of the other like Mm -hmm. you know nhl junior teams like junior sabers um but then we were so junior rangers was so we were usphl um and so we were connecticut junior rangers and so like we would play you know all the usphl teams like um atomic patriots we'd go down to florida play the everblades um you would go up to New Hampshire, um, Monarchs, you'd play them. Um, down in Jersey, you'd play... Uh, what was Hitman? It? Um, yeah, you'd play Rockets. Hitman and... Yeah, Hitman and Rockets. Those were like the two big Jersey teams in the USP. So, gotcha. like, just a lot of good competition, though. Hell yeah. And then that kind of brings you to college. And where are you going to school now? So I'm at Miami, Ohio right now. Um, I ended up playing club freshman year, um, then took some time off my uh, sophomore year. So went back my spring semester sophomore year. But so I'm kind of like deciding if I want to play club when I get back. Um, But just the club atmosphere, like it was really good because it kind of it gave you, you know, those 25 guys right off the bat that you were, you know, best friends with. just something that hockey does that like no other sport really does that I've kind of noticed. Um, and so I played freshman year, made it to nationals um, out in St. Louis at the uh, Blues practice, practice facility. That's where uh, we had nationals, just unreal experience. Like you got like, and, like plastered up on the wall, like 
so cool. Like just like Stanley Cup pictures everywhere. Um, I thought yeah, you meant was, plastered. Like he was just hammered in the rink with with you. You know, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if on you know that that Wednesday of Nationals, if he was, but uh, no, that'd be that'd be a wild experience. I mean, dude, like all like the parents there. There was like a you know full fledged bar in there. Like all the parents parents were oh, drinking yeah. during it. Like I was scratched for our first game, and one of the dads like came up to us and he was like, "Hey guys, like you want some beers?" And it was our backup goalie's dad. And we're just like, I mean, we're not playing, sure. So he he goes and gets like a couple of millers for us, and like our coach comes up to us at the, at the end of the game. I'm like, oh shit, like we're fucked right now. And he's like, so guys, like that game was probably a lot more enjoyable for you to watch than me, right? We ended up losing in OT, and we were like, honestly, yeah, it was. And uh, yeah, he he wasn't too mad. So we uh, we uh, had to, you know, just weasel our way out of that one there but it was a it was a fun time there in st louis sad we couldn't bring home a trophy or anything but um definitely a you know just a great group of guys that we were with um and still some of those guys are you know lifelong friends i'm gonna have yeah that's the great thing about hockey kind of like like i moved to fort lauderdale last year and then i just jumped on a big league team and just immediately, like, just the boys, like, off the bat, always there, like, we're ripping bars, like, just, just getting after it, the boys. It's yeah. always a great thing. Um, yeah, I mean, from stepping on the ice to the locker room after to who knows what the night is going to bring you. Hell, yeah. No, it's awesome. And yeah. I literally moved last weekend to South Carolina, so I went, like, just south of Myrtle oh, yeah. Beach. Um, nice. But there's yeah. no rink for two hours, which sucks. Oops. Yeah, that's brutal. What are you doing down there right now? So I got a new job. It's remote. Um, okay. And so I had the opportunity to move. I had a buddy over here mm-hmm. in Myrtle. I was like, it's too fucking hot in Florida. Um, and I like the Carolinas. So this is my inn here. Got right. a buddy from hockey here. So I'll probably end up fucking joining a men's league, either Charleston or Wilmington. And they're both mm-hmm. two hours away. And it's just me a fucking tough commute. But... Yeah. I'm remote anyway, so I'll try to make it work. And I'll move next yeah. year to a closer to a ring. So okay. we'll yeah, figure yeah. it out. No, it sounds like a good setup, though. I mean, being able to work remote, beautiful state right there. You're, you know, close enough to the water, a little far from a rink, which, you know, sucks. But, you know, you got to yeah, got to pick your battles, right? <laughs> Yeah, after a year, like, he's probably going to transfer to a new thing. I kind of want to be one of, like, the four big Carolina cities, in my opinion, like Mm -hmm. Charlotte, Raleigh, Wilmington, or Charleston. Um, Yeah, so probably pick one of those next year to move to. I really like the Carolinas. Have you been to Carolinas? So I got a buddy down at Clemson, um, and I I was fortunate to be able to go down there for the Clemson versus South Carolina game last year. Sadly, they lost, but um, – it was just super cool experience, you know, that SEC, I mean, Clemson, not SEC, but it's that SEC style of football. Um, and yeah, sure. then we, we used to go on like vacations down to uh, Hilton Head every now and then um, yep. when I was younger. Yeah, good, uh, great island out there. Um, but uh, no, the Carolinas are just like unmatched to, you know, that Florida weather, like it's just, it's different. Cause you get that, you get the best of both worlds down in the Carolinas for sure. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, so what made you pick uh, Miami, Ohio? Are you between signing and that or just like, fuck it? So at the end of the day, it kind of came down to Miami, Ohio, Arizona, and uh, Florida Gulf Coast. Um, so when I went to Florida Gulf Coast, I had, you know, met with the coach, met with some of the players, got shown around campus. Um, at Arizona, you know, had my tour, got a, you know, pretty, pretty interesting um, you know, situation there where like their business school is offering some pretty cool future opportunities that you could have, um, just like with their networking. So that was a big draw to me. And I mean, the campus speaks, you know, alone for itself, like just beautiful campus. Is that U of A? Yeah. yeah U of A, um, down in Tucson there and just dope. unreal campus, like great bar scene, great, you know, I mean, Dude, the women are just it was it was everywhere That's you looked, what I was just, you know, for. <laughs> just just the lawns you know every which way um and then at the end of the day I kind of just like I was looking at Miami and it just felt like home um to begin with like it just had like such a welcoming atmosphere to it and then it was I think I got there on a Wednesday night had my tour on a Thursday and you know, we're driving through High Street there past a Brick Street bar and I'm looking out my window and I uh, we're in our rental car and I tap my mom on the shoulder. I'm like, yo, look. And just three girls just walking in a row, just like, you know, crop tops. They're basically wearing bras, and tight leather pants. And I was just like, mom, I got to go here. Um, so, you know, <laughs> so I kind of, I was like, yeah, no, this, this sounds good. Um, I'm sold on this one and, uh, you know, the rest is history. Um, still there, got another two and a half years to go and then we'll see how it goes from there. Fuck yeah. And, uh, would you join a little fraternity as well? A little frozen up here. Right? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, no, I, I can now. Yeah. Did you join a fraternity there? Yeah, so I'm in uh, Sigma Chi at Miami, um, Alpha Chapter. So we, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we, we kind of look out with that with, uh, you know, just that uh, alumni money funneling in. Um, it's it's actually really, really cool and unique experience that we have. Um it, you know, every fraternity, they all say like, oh, like we're all about the brotherhood. But like, I, I do truly feel like it is, you know, my brothers and that, you know, family experience there. Um, and then, you know, just like our parties, like everything else that we do is just like second to none. Um, we had a uh, Waka Flocka come for, uh, I want to say it was... It was in April. Yeah, we had Waka Flocka come and like he was like chilling with the guys beforehand, um, you know, came, came down, performed and was like, like he was, we were like, all right, he's going to perform for like 30 minutes. He's on for like an hour and a half. Like it was a full on concert. It was just unreal. Holy shit. Yeah. What'd you just yeah, show uh, off for that? He, uh, <sighs> Dude, who knows? I, I wanna I don't even know, but like I was trying to I was trying to look it up and like find out what he does, but 
based on like what I've heard from other schools and like um it it had to be around that fifty range. Yeah. Uh, that's probably yeah. expected. Yeah, yeah. Not cheap, but definitely worth it. I mean, everyone everyone had like the time of their lives that night. How big's the fraternity? So with the senior class last year we had about uh, it was 148 active members. Um, yeah, so pretty big for a northern school. Um, Huge. Then, yeah. So with the graduating class now not here, I think it's around like 112. Um, and then, you know, probably looking to get a PC around like, you know, 35 to 40 kids that's so, wild yeah so we'll i think we'll be growing over the next few years which is nice um so we'll we'll be able to you know maybe maybe get someone out there again like nle chaffa or uh you know polo g <laughs> one of those guys. A country music star that would be insane I mean, that's at least in well, my opinion no like that would be ideal um so luke bryant um he's a sig and we're, we're trying to get him but I mean, like if we're going to pay him, he charges like 500 K. So we're just trying to be like, Hey, like, come, you know, do it for charity for our, you know, Huntsman foundation, which is, um, you know, women's cancer research based out in uh, Utah. Event. Yeah. So like, that's like, that's what we're trying to pitch it as. It's just, it's, it's going to be a little tough to try and get in touch with him though. Yeah. That'd be fucking insane if you got him. Um, yeah. No, I mean, the fraternity I was in was just a bit different. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. we were like, I, when I joined, we were like 55 and we were like 30K in debt, which is not what you want to be. Yeah. And no, no, debt's never a good, never a good sign. <laughs> but we, we got out of debt by my like sophomore year. After like a year or two, we got our shit together. I think when I left, I was only yeah. in school for three years. I think we were like, I want to say, 75 when i left i don't know but our pc okay. like we're definitely not that big i i think my pc was 14 which is okay. which was a larger one which is crazy yeah yeah what were you in i was in delta sigma phi okay yeah we uh you that at your school? their house is yeah they're like a like two blocks up the street from us um yeah they're they're decent size at our school um couple of kids from freshman year i know are in there um like good guys um you know i hung out with them a lot my freshman year just kind of decided to go a different way but um i mean just good good solid dudes really really funny guys too um we had this there's this one kid uh and he dressed up as a jordan belfort um in that scene from wolf of wall street where he's like tripping on the quaaludes at the country club <laughs> You know, like the uh, the gray sweatpants, the blue shirt, yeah. So like that was his Halloween costume. That was that was kind of like one of my standout moments from them. But uh, definitely a b bunch of good guys. So yeah. Are you guys? Uh, would you say like? I mean, not to pump your own tires, but like, would you say you guys are like kind of like the top frat there? Um, you know, that's what the girls say. So I'm gonna, you know, have that as the official Spoken quote like here. a fucking beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, don't want to, uh, don't need the boys cheer for me like, oh, dude, you know, so stuck up saying we're the best fraternity on campus. So we're the girls stick with it. the girls saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's not me, it's the girls. Come on, man. <laughs> How, um, you live in the frat house or no? 
yeah, so I'll be living there this uh, this year coming up. Um, I actually just ordered all my furniture and I move in in like three days. So, uh, you know, coming coming down to the wire here. Shout out Wayfair for that. <laughs> um, Love it. But yeah, it's I'm, I'm excited to live in the house. How many rooms is it? Um, I don't know exactly, but I think we're going to have about like a little over 50 guys living in it first semester and then second semester it's going to be just under 60 so like i think like 58 uh second semester do you have your own um, room because we have all the i'll have my own room first semester sadly second semester i'm in a triple um because yeah that's it's fucked. we we got a lot yeah because all the uh all the abroad guys are coming back and there's like eight or nine of them so we're kind of we're going to be tight on rooms um but I mean, at the end of the day, like it's only a couple months and you know, you just, everyone just gets so much closer living in the house that, you know, I feel like the positives kind of outweigh the negatives here with this one. Um, but uh, I'm not, I'm not one to really like sharing a room, but I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. I mean, I lived in the fraud house for two years, but we lived, moved into a brand new fraternity house and it was 29 bedrooms, 29 guys. So everyone had their own room. And yeah. it was kind of like split up. That's ideal. Almost, yeah. It was kind of split up in like almost like apartments. There's like five separate like okay. branches of the house. So everyone had their own kitchen, like five kitchens, five like um, mm-hmm. separate suites, plenty of bathrooms. And we kept our shit clean. Man, we didn't. The pledges did. The pledges kept our yeah, shit yeah, clean. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Exactly. I know. Um, we, we both know how that is. <laughs> you is there uh, like a commercial kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, so we we actually hire a chef um every year and yeah, we <laughs> we got it good for sure. Um <laughs> so they come in, you know, three meals a day, um, except for the weekends. It's only uh I think lunch and dinner on the weekends. Oh that sucks. Um, yeah, but I mean no <laughs> one's really up before like eleven on a Saturday or Sunday morning. <laughs> um Yeah. But yeah, so like we we hire, you know, some chefs, they come in, the food's great. Um, and so, you know, you just hop on the fraternity meal plan. Don't have to, you know, spend the robbery of the school uh, meal plan that anymore, which is nice. I'm sure the fraternity one's not cheap either, but neither here it's nor there. Not, but it's, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not pennies <laughs> on the dollar, but I don't know, maybe 75 cents to the dollar. Still, still good enough though. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Got any good uh, yeah. party yeah. stories or any fraternity stories? Yeah. So, um, I mean, Waka Flocka, like I already said, like just unreal experience, just like that type of, you know, just person in your house. Like I was, he came into the mosh pit at one point and I was just like, kind of like, I was right near him and his watch is, you know, he's like, rapping like he's got his microphone his watch is on like i'm looking at his watch and it's like you know an ap like fully iced out and i mean the thing had to be like 80k like just unreal um so like that was pretty sick and then after after the concert i went out with um like we all went out to the bars and i was with our president and the guys that opened for him um the dj always friday who's actually coming for one of our parties um mid-semester um and then this other guy skis who 
you know, just like an artist, pretty chill guy. Um, it's funny. He was, uh, he was ripping cigs in one of our bars. Bouncer comes up and he's like, Hey man, like can't be doing that. And here, like, gotta kick you out. Looks at, looks at the bouncer. He's like, do you know who I am? And he was like, no, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so he was just like, oh, you know, one thing leads to another. He's just like, yeah, no, sorry about that. Like just put the cigarette out. We're all good. Um, but you know, other than Waco, so our first party spring semester is this uh, safari party, which we've been having it for the past, I think, 50, 60 years, maybe. Um, so it's like a week and a half of preparation, just setting up the basement for it. Like, it's just like a jungle theme. Um, you know, we got like all these like blow up animals and stuff. Um and like everyone's just wearing like you know we had like a big sheet of like you know lion cloth like zebra cloth and everyone's just like putting like you know skirts on basically just like paint everywhere on people um so like that was probably i say that was probably our best party like uh, aside from waka this past semester um i mean just like everyone just had a blast like it was just so laid back like just everyone was like just letting loose just having a good time um and just like it was also like that first party after pledging so like everyone was just so ready to go like it was like a week after you know girls were allowed back in the house from all their pledging and stuff like that um so it was just kind of like everything conjoined to just like a crazy night (laughs) that's so fire how long's your process? Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, if you could disclose. So, no, yeah, yeah. We so we only do four weeks, um, which you know it's it's nice. Um, it's a good four weeks. Um, we're uh, you know we're a non-hazing fraternity, which is good. Um, but we do have you know some of like our own rituals that we do, um, just like to get to know like how the fraternity works, like you know the the history of it. Um, and it just kind of like it made all of us a lot closer than we would have been if we were just doing toes and bows the whole time. Um, you PR? Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know this. <laughs> a little bit, not maybe. Teasing. There's no. <laughs> we're just doing bonding. Yeah, bullshit. I know the shit. I was in fraternity yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know what you guys ended up doing, but. Um, yeah, no, can't can't say that we uh you know had to do hot sauce bottle caps ever. <laughs> Sounds like you might have done that. Now that you say you don't, but no, no, I mean that, look, was, that was actually one thing we didn't do. Um, I've I've heard some nightmares from that though. Like kids having to wear long sleeve shirts for weeks on end afterward. Like my roommate freshman year, actually, like they were they were doing toes and bows on hot sauce bottle caps for like. Toes and bows. I don't even know what toes and bows are. Basically, just like you got to. I mean, it's like a plank, but you're on your elbows and then your toes. Like, yeah, just like in. Oh, we call that something hot sauce. um, Fuck, what we call it? Oh, think about it. I think we used to call it. You'd be like, Mm -hmm. like, you'd be like this. Yeah, it's like can't figure out a question. Like, oh hey, like how about you? uh, You know, hit a little position until you figure out the answer. Type of deal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, shit like that. Or like, give me like one minute of think about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Fuck, I pledged fall 2019. 
that feels like a long time ago, low key. But yeah, no, I mean that's it is kind of a while ago. Yeah, it's, it's weird I, to think about, like, just, like, how, how quickly time passes like that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, like, a little bit, little bit of me misses it. I kind of got skanked out of a fucking college because I only – freshman year, I pledged. And then my second semester of freshman year, we got sent home for COVID. Right, I wear yeah. masks for my sophomore year. The, the entire sophomore year was online. And then right, junior yeah. year, first semester – we had to wear masks and mm-hmm. we finally took the masks off partway through second semester junior year and I graduated yeah. early. So I just like, I mean, I still partied every like through COVID and shit. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. I, like, obviously you have your house parties, blackout the windows type of deal. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I remember like on some of my college tours, like we'd be like walking down frat row and it was just all blacked out windows. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well our, so our house was on, we were on a river and okay. it goes down. So like on the facing the street is only two floors and it's like on the side of the hill. So it's then it goes like down, down, down. And like the basement's mm-hmm. all the way down. So like you couldn't really see it. You can see it from across the river. So okay, that yeah, was but, the only issue. But it so how many floors? Like, like four? So two, it was an old funeral home. Converted. Oh, wow. Two, three. Interesting uh, conversion there. Yeah. I want to say six. Oh, geez. That's a, that's a, but it doesn't look like that. Yeah. No, it was cool. No doubt. Um, definitely an upgrade. It was probably one of the nicer, if probably the nicest fraternity house, not the best party space fraternity Mm -hmm. house, but probably a top like three party space. But, Mm -hmm. Smaller no, school for sure. Like had a pretty good setup, though. Oh, Not yeah. too bad. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. No, it's uh, every school's got their their different atmosphere to it. Like I'm looking at, you know, it's, you know, rush week down at all the southern schools right now for all the girls. Like they're all shaking ass on TikTok and stuff, and I'm just like looking at their houses. Like, why do you guys have like massive pools with water slides? Like, where is this money coming from for them? It's unreal. Dude, I went out with these girls that went to Alabama for one of their birthdays. Like my buddy went to mm-hmm. Alabama. He's like, oh, like we're going to Miami, like whatever, come with us. So I'm like, All right, fuck it, whatever, I'll go to yeah. Miami. This is like, I lived like, we just Ubered there. It was like a 35 minute Uber from Fort Lauderdale. Dude, this girl, her mm-hmm. it's her birthday. So we go into 11. I don't know if you heard of 11. It's like a club. No. Yeah, no, I've heard of it. Never been, but yeah. I think it was 11 we went to and we get in. Okay, Guess yeah. how much cover was? Probably one fifty. Okay, it's a hundred, but still More? a fucking kick in the dick. Yeah, geez, 100, yeah, 100, still, 100. yeah, yeah, hundred. 100 it was bucks, basically like going to a yeah. concert venue. Yeah, and then you still um, gotta pay inside for drinks and shit. Drinks are like thirty Wait, bucks. You guys each, get anything but clean or... Just general admission. No, no, just, just get in, just get in. Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to fuck you before you have fun. Yeah. And thank God the, um, the girl, her dad like bought a table for us for like her birthday, which is like 10 K. So like oh, we walked out, yeah, we like unreal. Ray Goose, Casamigos on tap, mm-hmm. Red Bulls, like a Butler, um, yeah. 
But if we didn't have that, oh, like sick. 35 bucks each, fucking wild. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, um, you're spending think, crazy money in there. Yeah, there was a rapper performing too. Like, it was like a full on concert. I can't think of the rapper's name. Oh, yeah. Though. No, that's Fuck. like, that's the good thing about those places, though. Like, they'll they'll have you know like some pretty big names coming through i mean like you know you'll have travis scott performing at live and like drake will be there too um you know it's it's not every night and every weekend but still like if mm-hmm. you're you're gonna pl- if you're gonna go like plan it for you know seeing those types of guys um like i know yeah. that um i want to say it was uh tau nightclub in chicago uh two weeks ago metro boomin was here um unfortunately i was leaving like that uh the week before i flew i flew home to new york i had another week of work to go um and like i was just like looking to see who's who's going to be in town and metro boomin was performing for like that night that saturday night like it was just like perfect night to go to tickets were like like 60 70 bucks and then like you could buy a table if you want to but i mean i wasn't gonna spend that bread it was more of like hey dad like let's let's go put it as a business expense you know make some clients out here right oh yeah yeah i don't know shit about rap really so a lot of this kind of flies over my head um yeah but i've heard of you were, you were always a country guy country and rock big 90s guy yeah I'm trying mm-hmm. to think I've gotten into uh, some of that older stuff lately too. Like, uh, really, really got into like Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day. I mean, that's kind of like when we were younger, but still, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, like a four year old. Like, hey, Dad, let's go listen to Blink One Eighty Two. Like, <laughs> no, I get but, yeah, that. I'm all, more all like nineties music, yeah. Like, uh, like the grunge, like, um, mm-hmm. like Stone Temple Pilots, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, yeah. like that shit. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. Shit. That's all that's all good music. It's classic. It's, ne- it's like timeless. It's never gonna be gonna go anywhere. No, it won't. Yeah. Gotta find those like live music little dive bars that have that nineties and two thousands like punk and shit. Those are where it's oh, at. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Speaking <laughs> of uh, you know, kind of that older stuff, we uh so we were at the uh, Cubs game today and um we went mm-hmm. to the Cubby Bear right across from Wrigley. So <laughs> we walk in, and the entire time they're playing like that early two thousands music. They got the music videos up on all the TVs, and just like you know, that early Jay Z. You know, they they had some like Kanye going. Chicago, you have to, um, you know, all that all that other stuff. You know, they had Mr. Brightside from the Killers. Um, so all all the classics that everyone knows and. I'm probably the youngest person in this bar, but um, just such a fun experience, like seeing like, you know, parents and like grandparents, like, you know, like late twenties, early thirties, just like all like just jamming out to like the same stuff that, you know, gets played at the college bar sometimes too. Hell yeah. No, I actually was at the, I was at a bar in um, Fort Lauderdale recently. It was like they had live like uh, mm-hmm. country and the other one had punk like pop punk, like the Blink-182, yeah. that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. me and my buddy were dancing with the whole family, like three three daughters and the mom and the dad. And one of the daughters was just a rocket. Oh, just, oh I bet. But we were just dancing with the whole family, yeah. which is so weird. 
Yeah, just uh, that's that's where you start to just like talk to the mom a little bit more, and she says, "Honey, we have to bring these guys back with us. Like they need, you know, you know, just a regular fun fun night after the bars type of deal." You know how you know how it goes sometimes with you know the moms being like, "Oh, these kids are so cute." Like, honey, you you would love them. <laughs> Funny that same night, I was making out with some fucking not old lady, but older for sure, like just a pigeon. I didn't even speak a lick of English either. She spoke only Portuguese. I'm like on my phone, like Google Translate this, Google Translate that. <laughs> Swear to God. Sometimes you need that though. <laughs> Funny, but she. She was closer to 60 than I would have liked. <laughs> Sounds like the liquor is talking, my man. Buddy, I was buckled. Well, oh, you know, know that, that that's a true testament to uh, how you were when you were younger, though. I mean, I, I remember we'd have, like, those hot-ass counselors that can't like the girls. And, like, we'd, we'd be walking up to the roller rink and we'd see them and you'd be like, you know, so like go check like check out that girl and I'm, you know they were at least like 10 15 years older than us dude if 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 you could get what i did at camp would qualify for sexual harassment for yeah, sure <laughs> no no not probably <laughs> definitely yeah, if I'm i wasn't 11, incriminate. <laughs> yeah if i wasn't 11 i'd be in jail Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, but, you know, we're cute 10, 11-year-olds. Like, what What does it matter? <laughs> I think one day that story will come out on the pod. But I don't know if yeah, that day I know is exactly today. what you're talking about, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I like, my dad brought me the other day. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I remember, like, parents' weekend. Like, I'd be, like, talking to some of those girls' counselors. And... Like, you know, like it was like, it was obvious to see like which counselors were fucking who. Um, and like, I was, this was until like, you know, those last two summers there where I'd be like, yeah. So like, they were definitely hooking up and they'd be like, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like, was it that obvious? Like, yeah, we we're, you know, standing there in the, you know, cafeteria and, or the dining hall and they'd be like, you know, like jerking each other off under the table and shit. Like just all that. You know how it went. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know, like a bunch of them were just like hooking up, and like it wasn't obvious every time, like who who with who, but you knew but, like there was a big group of them that are just fucking getting down at yeah. night and you know, oh, mixing yeah. and matching. Mm-hmm. But they were young. For sure. I mean, it was, it's crazy. Yeah, think I mean, about. It. They were like our age now. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine going back like early? It's funny you say that. Uh, me and all the guys in my bunk, we're uh, we're talking about going back for a long weekend this coming summer. Um, just spend like like a Thursday to Sunday up there, um, kind of like middle of the summer, just be able, be able to like just see how it is now. You know, maybe maybe yeah. stay in the library or something. Bro, that would be a movie. I was thinking about uh, this summer and yeah. last summer. I was talking with Danny Paz, Schreiber, and Alan Rhodes about doing like a like a roller weekend. Maybe yeah. we should run a 3v3 like tournament a alumni game. Like, yeah. Even just like, dude, like there's a rink here in Myrtle Beach. Like if we just got like a big ass air or mm-hmm. we go somewhere else, like we want to go to Fort Lauderdale or like we pick a destination. We get like, yeah. say, 15 people and do like five teams of three and run like a little little tourney or something. That'd be electric. Dude, that'd be unreal. little uh, like Sunday chirps, uh, you know, summer tourney. 
Maybe brought to you by New City Clothing. Hey, yeah, you, dude, you never, you never know. It could, uh, it could all unfold like that, and a uh, lot, a lot of money spent, a lot of money made. Dude, that would be electric. Yeah, we could I, uh, let's let's try and workshop something there. I'm so with it. No, that'd be so exciting. Down down south, down south roller is huge. Like I I know Atlanta is big on roller hockey for sure. Um, and they they go down to you know those Florida tournaments all the time. So that that could be a that could be a huge market down there to get some you know roller going little uh, brand exposure. Hell yeah! I got a bunch of friends in Fort Lauderdale that play. And they were trying to get us to play in this tournament mm-hmm. in um, Fort Fort Myers. Is like, hey, like we fucking got smoked by yeah. Patty Maroon's team last year. We need you. I was like, Patty Maroon's fucking gonna smoke you again, <laughs> dude. Pat Maroon is such a beauty out there on the blades. Like, I, I've seen some videos of him. Like, he'll just go, like he'll just go play in like these tournaments, and um, like they just dominate. Like, he's. He's definitely not a top player in the NHL, but you put him against your average Joe's, like he's hand over fist. Just Obviously. Disgusting. Yeah, it's 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 just unreal to be like, oh, like that guy sucks compared to like other NHL players. Then it's like, oh shit, this guy's going to smoke me, you know, six ways from Sunday. Yeah. No, you see McDavid was playing beer league at a fucking random t- place. No, that's unreal. Dude, McDavid showed up just like, like some random beer league and just started ripping it up with like the boys. <laughs> There's like girls like, dude, why is McDavid out there with my boyfriend? Like, he should not be playing with them. Jesus, that's hilarious. He was probably you like, you know, six goals a period. Yeah, I'll check. I'm it sure out. he wasn't fucking wheeling and dealing. Oh no, I mean he like McDavid could cross anyone up, just absolutely piss drunk if he wanted to. Oh, for sure. Guys, My, um, just, he's a he's a different breed of human. Yeah. My um my Dude, I, I just Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say, um, circling back to, you know, college decision and, you know, the the influence the girls had on it. I just pull up Instagram to check out that video and Livy Dunn pops up on my uh, on my, you know, feed here. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your take on her? I don't really follow TikTok like, too much. I just go on the app to post like clips. I don't know yeah. too much into mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I don't know what's my take on her in what sense. Just like, you know, like she's been kind of paving the way for so many, you know, women athletes and especially with the NIL deals and stuff, just kind of pioneering that industry of college athletes getting paid. Um, Personally, I think, you know, super good for the, you know, good for college athletes being able to make money off their names. But, I mean, just, like, just her as, like, a person. It's just, like, looks alone. Like, Jesus, like, it's just, like, McDavid just differently built. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're different. So, that's the thing, too. I think I think it's good for one NIL for college athletes. They've been taking yeah. money under the table. Might as well, like, have brands profit. But from another standpoint, right? Yeah, are people Livy Dune or Dunn, whatever her name is, fans because yeah. of watching her gymnastics, or because she's putting these sexy dances on TikTok? 
Well, you know, you de- you definitely got both sides of that there. I think, I think it definitely started at like at least you know I became a fan of her purely based on you know her looks. I'll I'll admit that. Oh, um, but, I think it's purely based yeah, on her gymnastic yeah, skills. No, 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 <laughs> no, never. Um, and then I I I ended up uh, you know watching some of her gymnastic stuff and like she's actually really good, um, but. I think she. I think she's always going to have that criticism of like, you know, starting out as you know just purely based on like, hey, look at me, look at my body. Um, but I do, I do think it'd be a shame if like you know some of those um, highly like highly respected you know female coaches and former athletes of the NCAA and even professional leagues were to you know shame her for starting like that when she's just grown you know, just women's sports and women's, um, you know, popularity in sports just so much. Uh, I think it'd be a shame if they kind of continue to discount what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if you're a good looking girl or good looking guy, you might as well use that to your advantage. You're not going to be like, yeah. Hey, like I have been really good looking. Like I'm just not going to use that. I mean, mm-hmm. um, not sex appeal, but like, um, it is kind of that oh, sex appeal though. No, it is, but there's always been a bias towards like there's there's good looking. I can't think of the word like good looking people benefit more than um, ugly. Just 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 people in in nature and just it's just a fact of life. You might as well use it to your advantage, um, dude. The way they're raking it in is stupid, and the OnlyFans girls on top of that is a whole other breed. Oh, but, dude, yeah, you remember uh, Tanner Kurtz? Yeah. So I, I honestly think he'd be a really good guy to have on here. Um, so he started this whole um, media company um, and he actually did, you know, all the branding, all, like all the photo shoots for my brand, uh, New City Co. And um, like he was telling me that, you know, he works with, you know, some OnlyFans models and like just the sheer volume of stuff that they have to do is insane just to oh, be yeah. able to promote their you know, their product and like promote their name, especially just being like no name people uh, before getting into it. And like it's, it's easy if you're not one of, one of like the, you know, all-star celebrities like Bella Thorne, when she started, she, she was making millions in days just on OnlyFans. Uh, but he was t- telling me like how crazy it is and like the sheer volume of stuff that they have to, you know, promote and put out, like spending like thousands a month just on content. Yeah, I mean the return on investment for some of these girls is pretty good, but yeah, yeah, and you know for you know the most part it's pretty worth it. Uh, some of these girls are just <laughs> unreal. Um, can't speak to the guy aspect of it, but uh, you know just these girls are just unreal. So I, I get it, um, <laughs> and they definitely make their fair share of money doing it. No, I I tend to agree. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely a wild new career fields that are popping up in the world. Hard to believe, yeah. but go ahead. Yeah, just I mean, just social media just takes every every job to a whole different perspective, and just crazy avenues that you can go down and create more stuff like as you go. It's a, it's an ever evolving field, for sure. Um, kind of switching gears, if you could live anywhere in the world. Where would you want to live? 
Oh, that, that's tough. Um, I, I've been fortunate to travel a decent amount. And I think, you know, to be able to, like, live and work and, you know, have your, you know, livelihood uh, and raise a family, I would probably choose New York City. Um, I just think you have so many different opportunities. Like, if, you know, if you want to, you know, you can escape to Long Island. Um, you know, you got some of the, like, you know, best airports in the world right there where you can just travel out to anywhere if you need to. Um, upstate New York is pretty decent. So you, it's kind of like that, that central area of a lot of different, uh, just geographical locations and like even just culturally diverse areas. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say New York city, um, as of now. I respect that. I think New York city though, yeah, changed a lot in the last 10 years where it's lost a lot of my appeal. Um, Long Island still has it and maybe Westchester would have it as well. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't think New York city is what it used to be like in the 2010s or even like early two thousands where it was just kind of like the place to be, but it's still that's, great. That, that's definitely fair. Yeah. And you know, I kind of say that cause I know the suburbs of New York city, like, I don't know the suburbs of Chicago that well. I love Chicago, great city. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't know the surrounding areas too well to have that same uh, the same draw towards mm-hmm. maybe like you know setting up a life. No, I get that. I mean, for me, there's definitely appeal. Like, I mean, Carolinas are a big appeal for me. Um, Scottsdale is mm-hmm. fucking dope. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of people moving to Scottsdale right now. It's expensive. Just Arizona in general, just yeah, it's it's been getting expensive, especially with you know all this, all these retired people moving out there. The summers are tough, though. Yeah, I mean you're looking at it's fifteen like every day. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, let's uh kind of switch it back up. Um, so you started this clothing brand. Um, what made you start it? Like, what, what were your thoughts? What's it about? Kind of dive into that for me. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually sit up here a little bit. I'm wearing, you know, one of the shirts right now. Um, so it's called new city co. Um, you can uh, check us out on Instagram at new city co. Um, and I kind of, I had the idea my freshman year, I was kind of just in bio and just sketching out some designs, had the name in mind already. Um, and then it wasn't until really this past fall when I took some time off from school that I decided to, you know, get fully into it and really just try and grow the brand and, um, you know, put a product out there that not only that I liked that, but also something that I thought, you know, just everyone would, you know, kind of, really enjoy and um just to have the opportunity to put you know some clothes on people's backs and just like have like my product out there um was super cool and just kind of like be able to give back to um just give back to others and show them like hey like i'm able to create this thing um and give like that sense of hope like everyone can if they really put their mind to it be able to 
you know, create something, do something, um, achieve their dream or goal. Um, and one of the biggest things about it was like determining your own definition of success. Um, and I, I've kind of struggled with that a little bit, just like understanding what my definition of success is. Um, you know, I, I've had pretty high hopes for it. You know, I, I want to be able to make a, make a decent penny off of this, um, be able to, you know, get the brand out there, show, you know, kind of show the world who I am, what I'm able to do. Um, and that I think just determining where you want to go with success is huge. Like whether it's, you know, getting a good grade on a test, you know, making your dean's list or president's list in school, um, making, you know, $100,000, a million dollars, billion dollars, whatever it is like. Um, and that's the idea behind, you know, new city code. It's like you're in a new city, a new environment, and it's taking such a huge new idea, kind of like just breaking it down to the little things that you have to do to get to that goal of success. Um, you know, just being able to do one thing at a time to achieve that ultimate goal. Um, so it's kind of like the main idea here. I just wanted to like show people that, you know, with everything that goes on in life, just try and focus on like one little thing at a time. And next thing you know, you're going to be at your goal that you didn't think was possible, whether it was, you know, a week ago or two years ago. So. No, that's awesome. I mean, I started a clothing company yeah. probably the same time you did basically in your life. I think it was the yeah, end of my that. freshman year, beginning of software. Yeah, it was a uh, vector, right? Vector, yeah. Apparel, right? Since, yeah, you know, since closed it down, but that was it. Yeah, so like, what but was kind of like some of the things that? Oh, I was just gonna say like, like with that, like you obviously, you know, you've had different ventures since then, and like this seems to be going in a pretty good direction with the, you know, podcast and golf, you know, media. Um, would you say that was a good like learning experience for you? Yeah. I mean, it was expensive learning experience, but it was a very good one. Money well yeah. spent. I think for the most part, mm -hmm. I mean, any, like, like all these great entrepreneurs and successful people, they have multiple businesses that failed before they found their true calling, their true passion. So, I found I was just too busy with, um, I wasn't putting the time in for Vector Apparel. I was working full-time, full-time student and trying to run a, that Vector Apparel. And I was just spreading myself yeah. too thin. And I was just the social for the fraternity. It was just too much. Right. Um, so yeah. kind of what I thought, oh, what'd you say? I was just saying like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot to do all at once. Like being a, being a full-time student, like it's, it's not quite a job, but like it is at the same time. Like you, you have so much on your plate aside from the classroom stuff, just like all the studying, um, you know, preparation, any extracurriculars you have, like both of us, like in fraternities, um, you taking a, you know, pretty big role in your fraternity as well. It's a definitely a, an eye opening experience. Like, okay, like I gotta learn time management a little more. Yeah. So I was, I just was so busy. I mean, I was working a nine to five full time in school and then student and then fraternity mm -hmm. and then vector apparel. And 
vector apparel just didn't take priority. And what it came down to was I just, I started it because I want to start a business. It'd be cool to see people rep my brand. But at the end of the day, I'm not a fashion guy. I never have been. Um, it was more for the business aspect. So I kind of shut that down. Um, I'm going to have to go buy a new city teacher. I've been meaning to and I keep forgetting, but I'm going to do that. And no, yeah, I mean, uh, it taught me I'll so much. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, yeah, it's a great learning experience. Are you more, do you like the design and like the fashion aspect? Yeah. So like, I kind of more to like how I, back to your earlier question of like how I kind of decided like how to do it um, or like what I wanted with it. Um, I kind of like thought like, you know, figuring out like your purpose and, and like your passions in life. And um, I kind of thought like, you know, like I feel like kind of like part of like my purpose of life is to create things. And, you know, you think to, you know, the Bezos, you know, Elon Musk, you think to, you know, uh, Zuckerberg, Gates, all those just brilliant minds. And I was like, well, I don't know shit about computers. Like I know how to use a laptop. Like I know how to do like the minimal stuff. Like I don't know how to create that type of stuff. Like can't code. So that was out the whole technology thing. I was like, screw that, whatever. I'll, I look to, you know, music. I don't, I like music. Don't know how to make a beat. Don't know how to sing. Um, so then I was like, all right, like fashion, like I, you know, I see good fashion. Like I know what's good fashion. Um, I'm, you know, I, ha I have some good designs. Let's, let's try and check out this Avenue, see what I can do. Um, so I wanted to kind of like fuel my, you know, uh, fuel passion with purpose where passion. yeah, exactly. Just like being able to, you know, create, create something for everyone to enjoy. Um, and by, you know, designing, you know, little sketches like this and, um, you know, further down the road, maybe signing different, you know, types of material and different like pieces of clothing is kind of like the, I'd say like good, like five-year goal here. Yeah. If you could, if you could do this full time, like, is that what you want to do? Or is there something else you'd look to do? Like, just curious. Um, so I, I definitely think it's something I always want to have, um, and be able to devote time to, um, I think it, like you said, it's hard to do while you're in school. Um, so I ended up picking up a fashion minor at school. So I can kind of like yeah. always like have that knowledge of like how it, like how the industry works, make those good connections where I need to. Um, but recently I've been you know, kind of thinking that avenue of still working in sports um, and being able to uh, branch together different um, athletes with brands to kind of like make their own exclusive apparel, um, whether it's like their own line of clothing or partnering with a brand like how the Maple Leafs did with Justin Bieber's brand. Um, Very smart. Drew House with those reversible jerseys. Um, and then you have the other side of it with like TJ Oshi with his, you know, undergarment apparel that's like cut resistant. Um, and kind of just like work with like, you know, sports agents, athletes and clothing brands all together to 
try and create their own products or different types of deals with other brands that already exist um, to, you know, make their different visions come to life. That's awesome. So is, what would you classify new city as? Is it kind of like athleisure? Is it like, are you gonna come out with golf apparel? Are you gonna come out with like naturey stuff? Like what, what, what am I seeing here? So right now I'd kind of describe it more as just like, like, I don't want to say a streetwear brand, but like, I feel like that's kind of the only way to describe it right now. Cause it's just like kind of those graphic designs, um, where, you know, see someone walking down the street with something simple on their shirt and you're just like, Oh, like that's pretty cool. So I guess right now it's more of a streetwear brand. Um, and then eventually I do think that it would be cool to venture into different types of, you know, um, sports that are also getting into that streetwear um, identity, especially how Nike has kind of built up their own like streetwear golf apparel um, mm -hmm. and kind of like see, just see how the industry takes that course um, and then try and navigate after, um, you know, establishing myself um, and trying to navigate like how I could maybe crack into that industry as well. Definitely. Of, of yeah, I mean, you're combine the two your thought process was identical to mine as far as technology was not very good clothing seemed like the end like i went through all the check like what can i start and clothing seemed like the end however the way we differentiate is you have a fashion sense i do not i just have to hustle um but yeah. look i think we go into more of this after um i think we kind of wrap it up it's already been almost an hour 15 um yeah, we've, so, been, we've been going for a while here. Yeah, we're going to have to have you on again soon. But I say we kind of wrap it up now. Um, and we do – we'll talk after this for sure. Um, yeah, for to sure. Think yeah. I, one last question. I had a would you rather. I'm trying to think what it was. Um, what was it? All right. It's I can't think of the would you rather I had. Rather's. Why we uh we <laughs> I we had, we had this guy in my fraternity um just crazy would you rather's just like just unreal stuff like would you rather like jump off you know the Empire State Building and like you know just like sex with like twenty monkeys and got chlamydia or like would you Jesus. rather like get swallowed by a whale and like live in there for like thirty years and then come out like twenty years younger and be a monkey or like just like all this unreal shit just every time someone says would you rather my mind goes directly back to <laughs> to that just no we usually end with a rather clean stuff, one yeah. usually they're like hockey related yeah or something. no so all right well if, we, if we're going clean here all right would you rather have mcdavid's speed or crosby's hands i'd go speed you? I think I think that's a, I think that's the right answer here. Um, just get past everyone, and I mean, most goalies yeah. when you're in close, they have a tough time anyway. So, for sure. All right, I have a follow up yeah. to you. It's not dirty either, but um, 
It's not even a would you rather. Yeah, it's but... good. We, we can we can we can cut out that fifteen seconds there too. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. I just, we like I mean like we let it fly here yeah. like whatever swear words like the questions aren't it just it just happens to be tend to be like a clean oh, would yeah, you rather. Yeah. It's uh, I mean it's it's Sunday chirps. You gotta. It's a Sunday. We're chirping. It's not gonna be clean. Oh yeah. All right, I got. What is the next Canadian team to win a cup? Like, who will be the next one? When do you think? Honestly, this might be a bold statement, but it's gonna be whatever expansion team they put there. I don't. Whoa, I don't see any of these Canadian teams winning. I don't see any of these Canadian teams winning something right now. They're too. They're too young and too unexperienced. I don't think Toronto – I think Matthews and Marner are going to leave Toronto before they actually do something there. Toronto, it's gonna be like I've a been saying this. Situation. He's – actually, like, of, go ahead, go ahead. Like he's, he's going to – they're going to go somewhere and have success somewhere else, whether it's together or not. I don't think they're going to win something in Toronto together, though. Matthews to Scottsdale. So I think – yeah, I mean, it's his hometown. Like I – I could see that legitimately happening or even going somewhere like SoCal area. Like if you went, you know, LA. His boy Beebs. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's his culture. <laughs> it's completely diagonal to North America. But I, I think if a Canadian team's going to win, it's going to be an expansion team in the short term. Yeah. I was going to say my pick was going to be probably the Habs but not for another like six years, five years. But yeah, it's uh, I have no idea. It's gonna be American. It, I think it's gonna be American teams for the next chunk of time here. Um, <laughs> but I mean, McDavid just doesn't do much in the playoffs. Like they him and him and Drysaddle, like they score a lot, but they team wise, like I don't think they have the longevity. You think McDavid gets traded in the next five years? I don't think he'll ever get traded, but I just don't. I don't know if they're gonna have the longevity of a team aspect. Like I know those two guys; they can play a full sixty minutes and be fine. But, um, <laughs> but I I don't know if like their team is really gonna do much like past them lighting the lamp all game. Yeah. Might, might be, no might be you know, goalie. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a tough take on my part, but I don't have too much faith in those Canadian teams right now. I don't think it's a tough take, so I think you're right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anything last before we kind of close it out? It's been great having you. Any last thoughts? Uh, no, not really. Just, you know, ple- pleasure being on here. Look forward to maybe hopping back on couple weeks from now or so um you know just i love love to see the growth you guys been having with this uh it's always nice to see you guys pop up on the for you page and explorer page and just like see that like count go up every time um i i definitely i'm excited to see this podcast get out there and uh, i i got high hopes for you guys for sure so i mean obviously anything i can do to help you guys out um and you know lo- love being on here hopefully i'll be you know frequent enough that uh you know we maybe get a good thing going here that'd be special yeah appreciate the little tummy sticks you're playing with me i love it but uh yeah we'll close it out yeah
All right. Yeah, dude, it's been a good uh, one. Yeah, love, love, 